This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Well, pleasantries aside, let's get down to business. A ritual begins. We're wasting time. Della pulls out the clay. Yeah, let's do this. Tell me what to do. Shrouded in doubt. Why must we light it to defeat them? We can defeat them without lighting the forge. And deception. She's lying to you. She's trying to bring back an evil power. He looks at Pembroke and realizes that it was all a lie. The team must join together. It's been a while since we've seen this guy in combat. Ladies and gentlemen, Pembroke the Potent. Yes! For the beginning of the end. Your friends are dead, and soon you will be. Fight us! The battle for Minderhall's cathedral begins. Followers of Minderhall, you've chosen poorly. Now... R.I.P. Razzmatazz the Bold. Oh, man, such a sad day in GCP Nation last week. We lose our very own Razzmatazz. I just, I just had to pour one out for Raz, my man. Gonna miss that guy. What's going on, everybody? It's your old friend Joe O'Brien here, welcoming you to episode 126 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. And today, I just want to talk about Twitch for a second, actually. I know a lot of you guys out there know about Twitch and subscribe to us on Twitch, and to you, we are extremely grateful. But I think there's also some people out there that don't really know about it. It's a video game streaming service that really turned into a lot more than just video games, board gaming, card gaming, uh, really anything. You can just live stream through Twitch, and we have used it for a long time now. Uh, Troy did a great Dark Souls 3 series. There was also, uh, now these days, it's mostly Skid, and Grant are on there frequently playing video games, interacting with listeners. You can jump on, hang out with GCP Nation, exchange comments on recent episodes without being too spoiler-heavy, of course. But uh, the main thing that we have heard from viewers uh, over the, the past year or more of us twitching is that they would love to have a more regular Twitch time where they know we're going to be on and they can plan around it, jump on, and, and watch us Twitch. Well, I'm here today to tell you that it is happening. As of Friday, November 24th at 8 o'clock p.m., we are going to be twitching every single Friday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Book it, put it in your schedule, be there, we're going to have a good time. Now, if Skid can't happen to do it that week, Grant will do it. If Grant can't do it, I'll be on. If I can't do it, Troy will be there. Matthew is, he doesn't play video games, he's too much of an important adult person. But the rest of us will be there, and I'm sure we'll get Matthew on, at least here and there, to uh, to partake. So, Put it in your schedules the week after PAX Unplugged, because we're already booked Friday night, November 17th. Don't forget that. Also on Twitch, incidentally, 7.30 p.m., you can watch a live stream of GCP Live on November 17th. But the week after, Thanksgiving weekend, November 24th, is going to kick off our, our weekly Twitch game. Also regarding Twitch, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Extra Life before. I had heard of it. But I had never really participated in it at all. It is a charity that donates to children's hospitals nationwide. And what they do is they try to get one day in the fall, a Saturday in the fall, where they try to get 
nerd gamers worldwide to stream on Twitch for 24 hours straight to get donations for children's hospitals. Well, we are participating this year, and I could not be more excited. On Saturday, November 4th, we are going to Twitch for 24 straight hours. That's right. GCP Nation, nonstop, all day, starting Friday night into Saturday at midnight and going for 24 straight hours until midnight Saturday into Sunday. And let's be honest, I don't think we'll be able to just shut it off at midnight, right? We might get 25 hours, 26, who knows? But either way, we are going to be on and we are going to be doing our best to try to get donations for our various children's hospitals that we are supporting. So we encourage you guys to not only come out and check us out, but if you can, donate to our team and we will rack up points and be able to donate all of the proceeds and they're tax deductible, of course. All of those proceeds go to Extra Life, who I believe last year they raised $9 million that went to children's hospitals. So this is definitely a cause that we are excited to be behind, excited to partake in. And if you can donate anything, a buck, doesn't matter, tune in, donate, show us your support. We would really appreciate it. I think there's more info on the Facebook page if you want to check that out. That's all I got for this week, guys. I'm excited to get into episode 126 here. We have left off with what must be the beginning of the lighting of the forge, and I cannot wait for you to see what happens here. Enjoy episode 126, Sunday in the Park with Forge. I was just coming back from the restroom to sit down to start recording, and I, I, I overheard Matthew talking to Joe about, you know, maybe we can do it like a rest or something, you know, my spells, and I just I couldn't help but laugh to myself, and I looked at Matthew, I'm like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. But you know you, Della has no spells left and will not be able to get them back before the end of book three. <laughs> Matthew and I had a fundamental different understanding of what happened at the end of last episode. He was like, well, we don't have to rest before Light of the Forge. I was like, I think this is it, man. I think we're at the show. I was like, they've been waiting 200 years. They can't wait another night. And then Troy literally said, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's just no way. Once uh, again, your hands are tied. What can you do? Name me one thing Troy as a dungeon master could do to rectify this. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. Literally nothing. At all. nothing. Well, the, the thing what is, control is, does he have? None. Pe- Pembroke found out from Isseus that tonight is the night. And so you have the opportunity to move in this evening. Now, <laughs> you did not need to cast 70 of your spells before you got into the forge chart. That's true. That's my argument. I think... We could have just walked across the uh, open field for two miles to get to the cathedral without yeah, we, casting any spells. Sir Will and just we would clank around. We would have been armor. fine. You did it before? Well, we stealthed before. Sure. Was there any casting of spells? No. No. Somebody's casting fly, banish, greater invisibility. So some spells have been burned. <laughs> Uh, so wait wait last week when we were doing this episode and you knew what was going to happen were you just sitting there just like cackling internally oh I was just like fools <laughs> what fools <laughs> just burning spells thinking they're gonna get to rest Matthew how are you guys gonna get back to camp you're gonna have to come up with some interesting way maybe the spellcaster should have a conversation I don't know I'm just the GM <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was classic poor planning don't worry about it, Matthew I have that hand of stone I have tremor sense it's good it's gonna, save us. It's gonna save us all uh, well, let's, let's, <laughs> oh man that tremor sense that'll be it so mm. mighty the mightiest artifact in all of Galarian <laughs> So useful and awesome. 
well, I know. I'm very interested, like, if Barron didn't have his gun, what does he do? What, what happens when you're not allowed to do what you're used to doing? It forces you as a character to have to find another way. And here, with you, all of your backs completely up against the wall, about to face Minderhall knows what. <laughs> you're literally going to have to reach into your bag of tricks deeper than you've ever reached before. This is true. Hmm. So humor me, if you will, for a moment. Oh, boy. Just imagine complete emptiness, silence. You don't hear anything. Blackness. And all of a sudden, like, footsteps echoing down a hallway. They get louder and louder and louder. And then the sound of the footsteps is overtaken by what sounds like crying. Yeah, definitely crying, and it's a woman crying. Not like sobbing uncontrollably, but like... (laughs) Maybe protesting. And the footsteps are getting closer and closer to that sound. All of a sudden, the door opens up, and it's opened by a small hand of a halfling. It's a much, much younger Sir Will. Mm-hmm. Now, it's hard to tell where, you know, he always looks kind of young. Is this a teenage version of him? Is he even younger than that? 11, 8? Very, very young. He opens the door and sees his father standing there sternly looking towards him and his mother seated at a table behind the father just kind of head in her hands, crying. His adoptive father, Emmett Keswick, motions for Will to sit. Will does as he's told. Willamit, there comes a time in every boy's life where he must decide what kind of man he is going to become. Today is that day for you. Your mother and I have decided uh, to send you away to a special boarding school for halflings. Now, before you say anything, I know you have dreams of being a knight someday, but you must understand that this school came to us. They've heard that you survived a dragon attack when you were but an infant. And they believe, through their powerful seers and wizards they have at this school, that you are unique and special. The headmaster himself has come here to meet you. And, barring any unforeseen circumstances, your mother and I believe that you will be accepted and you will go to this school and make the Keswick name proud. You can see in Will's face, he's like, this isn't a man that you say no to. His father loves him. The mother, obviously, has a soft spot uh, for Will. But Will kind of says something to the effect like, oh, but what about my, my brothers? They're, they're, they're training to be knights. Friedrich and Benrick, they're going to get to do that. I want to do that too. That sort of thing, and and the father just, Emmett says, this is a special opportunity. Do you understand 
the importance of that. Your mother and I both believe that you were given to us as a gift from Ayomade herself. We need you to live up to that gift. If an opportunity like this comes along, you must take it. I'll hear no more protestations from you or you. Kind of side glances at the mother. Young Wilmot, like his eyes are starting to maybe water, but he doesn't want to show weakness in front of his father, so he just kind of nods, eyes down at the ground. And uh, he says, the headmaster, Dr. Forsyth, is in the sitting room next door. You'll be good, Wilmot. Be strong and represent the Keswick name with pride. Wilmot pulls himself together, walks to the door, and goes to open it. And then we pan back out to see a much older, now Sir Will, standing in the forge heart with a bunch of people. Della, Nestor, Pembroke, Baron, Aram, Etena, Ferran, and Dubla. Etena has told you what you need to do. <sighs> and she's just standing there, you know, with that haze over her eyes, looking at all of you. I notice you have some new members in your group. I sense great power from you, she looks at Pembroke. What is your name, sir? I, um, sorry, <laughs> drifted off for a moment. I, my name is Pembroke. <laughs> and where are you from, Pembroke? No, uh, I'm, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I don't fully recall. Although most recently I was at, uh, I was in the staff of faculty at the uh, Arcanarium in Absalom. That's before, that came long after me. I'm not familiar with it. Oh, it's a wonderful school. I can give you some information on it if you like. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That'll be fine, but perhaps that's where this great power that I see around you has oh. come from. Well, thank you. <laughs> I wonder what part you'll have to play in all of this when all is said and done. Yes, I'm a bit curious about that as well. And you, where I sense great power in him, I sense great sadness in you. She points at her arm. I feel as if you've lost everything. I'm very sorry for everything that you have lost. Arams like it. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to rebuild if we can get out of here alive. I feel confident in these men and this young woman here. They have saved my life. And I believe they will help you in what you seek. Well, pleasantries aside, let's get down to business. The first thing you'll need to do to relight the forge is to line the bottom of the forge heart here with the sacred clay. Then you would place the fire geodes inside. 
That's the easy part. The next part would prove to be more difficult. Do you have the Drakesbane horn on you? I do. May I see it? I've only heard tales of it. Bar- look, look, but don't touch. Baron pulls it out and holds it in both of his hands like a, a, a full cornucopia. Uh, I don't, how long is the Drake's Bane horn? It might even be taller. I thought it was like seven feet. Yeah. Seven it's, pounds. Oh, seven pounds. Seven, seven, seven pounds. pounds. But it's, it's, it's a big horn. It's big. It I'm, encumbered me. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking Baron's ready to do a Ricola ad after this. <laughs> so she kind of like reaches her hands out and she's not like she's looking past you with her eyes that don't ever really focus on anything and tries to take the horn. Do you give it let her take it? Baron no <laughs> <laughs> <She's a witch>. <laughs> <laughs> I say let me hold on to this for the time being. You just need to instruct us how to use this. I don't think you need to hold it, Atena. Look with your eyes, not with your hands. Ah, I understand you've, you've given a lot to bring these artifacts back here. Almost s- died, in fact. Almost died, I bet you did. For centuries <clears throat> I've waited to see these things. Now my eyesight is all but gone, but I sense the great power. I've sensed it ever since you came into this cathedral. Well... Anyways, once the geodes are in here, we will all go upstairs. Why, I haven't been upstairs in hundreds and hundreds of years. But I must feel the flames on my face when the forge is relit. We will go upstairs and blow the horn to hopefully call a dragon into the cathedral. One of you, or more, must stand in front of the sacred forge and withstand its breath of fire so that the fire may travel all the way down into the forge heart and light the geodes. After that, no doubt, you will have to dispose of the dragon. Then, all of us together join hands and recite the blessing of Rosak, joining together as one in Minderhall's name and bring back his power on earth on earth not earth Galarian <laughs> what, what is this, this place you speak of last I was upstairs it was earth now <laughs> oh, it's some crazy fake earth <laughs> You damn dirty apes. <laughs> you blew it, it up. Galarian all along. <laughs> um, let me ask you. When you came back into the cathedral and snuck down here, was there anyone else upstairs? There were. We may have distracted them with a um, former companion who died valiantly to allow us to Get down here with subterfuge. Die valiantly kicking somebody in the nuts. <laughs> That's about a valiant of death I can think of, Bella. <laughs> she closes her eyes and kind of turns her head over towards the slag 
and just opens them and looks into the slag. And again, you see nothing. It's just black. But she sees something in there. She looks back at you guys, eyeing Pembroke and Aram, the newcomers. Looks over at Willamette and gives a smile. Willamette's not smiling. Della, she looks at and gives a very terrifying look at Della. Della winks. She doesn't see it. She's blind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I always forgot that part. <laughs> and then Baron, she looks at and Umlo. She just kind of looks down on both of you. She says, I believe they are still up there. They must be disposed of before we can call forth the dragon. Now you must understand, this is all going to happen very quickly. Am I correct that you fought a dragon before? Yes, we did. How did you fare? You might say poorly. Well... Were there this many in your party last time? No, there were not. Well, then there's a chance. Let us go upstairs after the clay has been lined and the geodes put in and deal with these guardians. Then, when you are ready, we'll open the doors and call the dragon. Uh, before we go upstairs to fight the giants, Pembroke would like to cast a spell, or two spells. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Nesta, uh, Baron, could you, um, your, um, your bullets, your arrows, could you gather them all in one place, uh, quickly, just for a moment? All right. Let's put them here. The here. cartridges, but here you go. That's fine. Put them all in my hat. And, um, <laughs> he casts a flame arrow. Mm. Um, on nice. so twenty five arrows, twenty five bullets. Uh, we'll each get an additional one d six points of fire damage when they're fired for the next like seven hours or something. Great. And uh, Baron turns to Nestor. But hold on a second. No, go ahead. Did you want any bolts fired up? Yeah, I got plan of. I can fire some. Oh, well, from well, the dragon's bane. Crossbow, like in the event the giant Spain crossbow, giant the giant. Spain. What did I say? You said dragon. Spain. Yeah, the oh. giant Spain crossbow. Yeah, sure. It's, so, se- <laughs> it's seventy minutes, by the way. Seventy minutes. You might as well just get like a couple of them because I barely have time to reload. Okay. Um, so, so like, I'll do twenty. Let's do twenty bullets, five bolts. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Twenty-one bullets, three and a half bolts, <laughs> and my kneecap. But uh, break this bolt in half. <laughs> but I turn to Nestor and I remind him. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been gelling a lot in combat lately. It's time to jump out of the frying pan and into the fire, Nestor. Yeah, no, I like that analogy. Baron, don't allow your excitement for this upcoming battle to cloud your vision. You've you've prayed to Torag. You, Umlo, you wish to stand around in this circle and awaken Minderhall, pray in his name? Exnay on the array prey. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've Umlo, been, I've been explain do- this to me. I've Cleric. Been- <laughs> <laughs> Be cool, sort of pop. Be cool, Will. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of thinking about Torag lately. 
<laughs> sound like one of the Beatles. <laughs> I'm John Lennon. Uh, Imagine if we could all just... Uh, next level is barred for Emblem. The match of the world ruled by dragons. <laughs> 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 no, but I'm right. I'm Umlo. Always have been, always will be. And I can tell you one thing. I can feel. All you need is love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. They, they have a really long catalog, so if you want to spend the next half hour <laughs> making Beatles jokes, I'm in. <laughs> there will be no shortage. <laughs> I love Stalin. Oh boy! Uh, Help! <laughs> please please me and do this <laughs> why why don't we do it in the road um so no one will be watching us um i can feel god damn it now i can't do the accent now that you, you could do it before i know, I know. <laughs> I know. So i'm just trying to differentiate it this kid is so angry <laughs> you never could do it hey, let's man. be honest <laughs> what, are, what are you saying Emma? <laughs> I can feel Nagram Steelhand's strength running through me at this very moment. And I know that in the same way he struck down many powerful giants in his time, we have a chance to strike at the heart of the valley before it can spread across this land. And if I live, if I die, nothing will stop me from attempting to do this. It's the only way I can get one step close to Ingrahild, and be that through defeat or through victory, I will take that step through that door. Why must we light it to defeat them? We have defeated everything we've come ac- across. We can defeat them without lighting the forge. Nesta, I've seen you lay out amazing amounts of destruction across this entire valley. You do not need them. You can do it on your own. You, Baron, can do it with the help of Torag. I, with the guidance of Iomade. That is all we need. She's... She's lying to you. She's trying to bring back an evil power. This Will's is, getting kind of hysterical. Mate, if I'm being honest, that your, uh, your precious uh, Yomadai, uh, she That's dialectical, by the way, so I can, I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> it's uh, Iomade! She now... She's uh, she basically abandoned you and us. So I don't know where this uh, attachment is. It's, it's a little sad, honestly. It's a little a <laughs> little bit of battered sim- syndrome. But me, I think that uh, Mendenhall is like is that's the new thing. Like I'm all about Mendenhall now. So I think we should put our trust in Mendenhall. Ah, yes, Rashad Mendenhall. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> god of <laughs> antenna, kind of ambles her way over to Sir Will and stands over him. And now she's old, decrepit, but she towers over you. Yeah. She just kind of leans down. Says, I... Seems as if you're having a crisis of faith, little man. Do you not want to save your brother? Do you not want to accept Minderhall as your savior? I will not be tempted anymore by your lies. You will do nothing for my brother. I know this. Your god is evil. Explain to me, once and for all, why you want to light this forge. For some reason other than pure curiosity, you don't know the power you are unleashing. I have sat in here for centuries, waiting 
for warriors such as yourself to do this. I'm lighting that forge with or without you. But I tell you, young man, if you don't want to choose Minderhall, so be it. Does he speak for all of you? Uh... Can I do... Nestor wants to do one last sense motive on her. Yeah, tell him. Let's sure. see. Ooh, 30. 30 sense motive. What'd you get, Della? Uh, Natty one. Natty one. Well, Della, you completely uh, believe her. And, and Nestor, you... Uh, no, 33, sorry. So, Nestor, you definitely feel <laughs> as if she's holding something back, but it doesn't seem to be... Um, it, it, it also comes from her not under, fully understanding what power she's unleashing. Mm. Well, uh, Sir Will wants to respond. You told us that we had to light the forge, that we were these scions, that I was Rosag reincarnated. Now you say you will light the forge with or without us. Well, if you don't choose to light it, if you don't choose to accept Minderhall, then perhaps I was wrong. There's seven of you here now, I think. Yep. <laughs> Party of seven. Everybody make a noise. <laughs> Perhaps I was wrong about you, Sir Willamette. Maybe someone else here is Rosag reincarnated. Maybe it's your wise friend here who understands the power of Minderall and is ready to choose it. But if you don't want to go that way, it's your loss. But unfortunately, I believe it's your brother's loss too. Sorry, can I be more than one person, or is it just one per one to one? Can I be both? I'm willing to be both. What do you mean? If it'll help. Like, can I be Adirondacks and the other one that he was supposed to be, or is it, <laughs> just, it can, or is it only like you can only be one person? Because I'm be more than willing to Adirondacks take Adirondacks or Rose and Rosette. Right, sure, yeah. Yeah, of yeah, course yeah. you could. That's what she'll tell you now. She spreads this around to whoever she feels like. Well, no, anyone's a scion. Any given day of the week. I thought you were immune to fear, Sir Will. And yet you so fear power. She's out of spells, but she's got a lot of sick burns. (laughs) (laughs) That was 1d4. That was good. That was good. That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) Ah, yes. Della, if it is your wish to light this forge and all of you agree, you you may light it. I I will see it lit and I will defeat Whatever evil comes at us for it. You said exactly why we have to light this forge, Sir Will. We have to draw into single combat the leader that is driving these giants together to rip them apart. Yeah, mate. Go draw them out. We can't fight through. We snuck into this temple on a day we understood it to be empty because we know that we are not capable of fighting through everyone. We have to find a way to engage in single combat those that oppose us. If you want to draw, Rolathash here. If he's the reason you've come, light that forge, and he'll come. And Brander. You said he would come if we if we lit the forge. Will he? If he's the one that holds Agramash? Absolutely. You're surrounded by wisdom, little halfling. You might be wise to listen to them. I'm surrounded by a lack of faith. And he looks at Baron dead in the eye and then turns away and he's not interested in further debate. He, he's, he's good. 
Baron just you guys doing what you got to do. He said his piece. Yeah. B- Baron fiddles his internal spells and the love that he still enjoys from his god while Sir Will walks away. <laughs> In answer to your question, do I believe you could be both Adorome and Rosag? No, I don't believe so. But I could have got it wrong the first time. Well, could be. It's just a suggestion. I mean, if there's, I'm just trying to just trying to be helpful. All I know is the prophecies said the four scions would return, would return with the pieces needed to relight the forge. The pieces are here. We're wasting time. Della, yeah, pulls, Della pulls out the clay. Yeah, let's do this. Tell me what to do. Just start working the clay into like the bottom of the. Uh, is that what I'm? She's like, get up in it, in there and like stretch out and just start. Smearing. Yeah, it's just like lining the the furnace. Oh, it's all the way. All it's all the way around. down. We don't have to move anywhere. Well, no, the first two steps happen here. down here, okay. and then you got to go upstairs. So Della's just lining the yeah, clay. She starts smothering it along the walls, it's getting all over your hands. You wish you had a spell that could line clay quicker, but you've used them all. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, Nestor comes up behind her like Patrick Swayze, and starts intertwining his hands with hers. <laughs> Della, the clay. Della immediately stands up. <laughs> other, other, other side of the room, please. Now, I thought you. Liked I that. said no. I thought you liked that film. I'm sorry, I was just doing an homage. I'll stand over there if it helps. Farron says, "What in a beautiful that, vase." Doesn't he die at the end of that movie, or the beginning? He dies of that at the movie? beginning of the film. He's invincible for the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> so Della lines the clay, and then um, she says, "Now, who has the geodes?" Oh, I've got... Yeah, no, me. I've got them. Ah, yes, bring them here. Right, there you go. And she so dumps them out like... Dunk, 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 dunk. Be careful. <laughs> Everyone, like, dives for cover. Like, oh! <laughs> she, she's blind, so she goes to grab a geode, and she grabs Lexington, throws it in. <laughs> <sighs> it's a very irregularly shaped geode. <laughs> uh, no, she puts the geodes in with Farron's help. I think you had three of them, right? Kum, kum, kum. All right. Farron and I will come up with you, Farron. Please give me your hand. I'm scared to... I'm scared to go up there after so many years. How many did you say there were up there? Three. Three. Yes. Well, you need a plan in order to take them out. There are seven of you. You should be able to handle them yourselves. But Urathasha's recruits are quite strong. What's your plan? Well, I I think that what my idea is to go up and start shooting at them and hitting them in various parts of their body with my <laughs> arrows until they sort of fall over and stop breathing. That's my plan. A sound plan, to be sure. He sounds like he's joking, but they didn't seem like they had any ranged attack. So if we can pick them off from a distance, that's a big old chapel in there. They might take a lot of damage before they get in close enough to hurt us. So we can all stand back and pounce on them when they get within range. Adela pulls out her longbow. I'm with you. And I, I have a couple of uh, protective spells that may be useful before we, uh, before we start this endeavor as well. Farron speaks up and is like, there are a lot of pews that are quite high both in the front around the forge and then in the back in the nave area. If you're going to be using your bow and whatnot, just be aware they'll get cover. 
<laughs> Partial cover or full cover? I think full cover, depending on where you're standing. We can make um, our way up to the choir loft where we fought those. Seconds. No, that's a good idea. Get some high ground, yeah. I like that. We'll leave our... And then. Oh, yeah, the choir the choir loft, um, that's where you fought running a head stomper in the, when he turned into the earth elemental. Mm-hmm. You could definitely get up there... Um, you know, you might be able to sneak over there and uh, shoot down at them. They're going to get... I mean, they're so far away from there if you're just looking at the map. Um, but, you you know, the ranged uh, attackers can definitely get a better line over there. Um, yeah, so why don't we do it? <clears throat> yeah, and, and Baron will equip his uh, giant span crossbow if we're going to have that much distance because that'll give him some time to reload if we're going to start that far away. Yeah. Sir will stay on the ground and just wait till something gets close and then charge. Della turns to Aram and says, stay with us. Who, who should I stay near? Probably the ones going to the high ground, yes. All right. That would be wise. But won't they be safe? Won't I need to use my healing powers on those who get in the thick of the battle? Near Nesta. Stay near Nesta. I will stay near Nesta. Anyone who needs healing can come to you. Uh, <laughs> all right, so when you you know, you know head up the stairs there, you know once you come out of the secret door in the statue that you are uh, above the uh, the ground here. Dimension-wise, uh, you know, the slag pit, you don't know how deep it goes because, I mean, there's all, like, solid slag underneath it. But the dais um, where the statue of Minderhall is, that leads to a, a little pathway uh, that also leads. Uh, there's a little pathway that from the dais that leads to where the for the sacred forge is, which is also uh, raised up on the same height as the dais where the statue is. In terms of uh, you know actual mechanics of how high up that is, um, it's 15 feet above the sanctuary floor. Um, where we are right now. Yeah, when you get upstairs, you'll be 15 feet above where they're standing. But they're behind, you know, the first layer of pews surrounding the forge. And then... So can can we not just get there? Do we have to... Are they going to, like, see us before we get there? No, you can get there. We can just go to the choir loft. But once you start moving is when you've got to decide, you know, how you're going to sneak. So we do have to sneak to get to the choir loft. To the choir loft? Yeah, but you're going to have a very... They're going to get a ton of bonuses because they're still probably searching... Rasputin's body. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. So you go upstairs, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, Farron just gingerly helps Atena up, and you see Atena's face like lighting up with both fear and excitement of leaving. Imagine she just stayed down there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, and she's coming up to see her life's work come to fruition. So, though you may not agree with her, I think there can be an appreciation for what this moment means to her. You guys get upstairs, um, and you can obviously go to the right down the stairs and then up the choir loft, or you can go to the left and come around. You guys want to split up? Um, <clears throat> I think maybe... What if we sent everybody up the choir loft, sneaky style, and then Sir Will went the complete opposite way around the other side of the pews and made a ruckus. You could drew them and then just slowly drew them to the uh, the choir loft. Yeah, you can outrun them with Lexington, yeah. right? Yeah. So buy a little time, but well, I, oh, but lead them on a, a merry chase. 
Yeah, exactly. And then I'll come back up on the altar, back over the other side, and well, the whole time you can just be shooting from afar. Well, at least Nestor yeah. can. It worked really well for the last guy that did this, so go go for it. Who did that? Oh. Rasmataz. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not as stupid as Rasmataz. <laughs> You're know, just as a, ugly. He had a solid battle plan. <laughs> Scythe, and then kick him in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but also, like, I think that you guys should start sneaking, and I should start going over to the other side all at the same time, because I'm going to start making noise inevitably. Give us a little head start. Can Aram or Yoram, what is it? Y or A? Aram. Aram. Can Aram stealth with us? Uh, yes, I'm, I think he'd better. I'll stay close to Nestor, as I was told. I'm just curious if he's adept at stealthing or if it's a, a totally untrained skill for him. Um, no, I can I can sneak. Okay, great. He's not, like, big. Um, so he can once you get down the dais there, it's going to be pretty easy to get up to that choir loft as long as they're not looking straight at the statue. And that, that little staircase is the only way up into the choir loft, right? Uh, as far as you know, yeah. yeah. Great. All right, let's do it. Uh, all right. All right. So everyone except Sir Will is going to go down the stairs and up. Yeah, and Sir Will's going to go down the other stairs, the opposite way, hundreds of feet away, <laughs> <laughs> and and try to draw the giant's attention to the other side of the church. Okay, cathedral. Um, so you're up there. Everybody, roll a perception check. Sixteen for Sir Will. Thirty. Sorry. Go. Thirty-seven. Is that Pembroke or Nestor? That was Nestor. <laughs> 24 uh, for Della. 34 for Baron. Oh, and 34 for Baron, 26 for Umla. And 19 for Pembroke. 19 for Pembroke. Uh, all right, so you get up there and you see the uh, two-headed uh, green creature uh, is kind of uh, examining Rasmataz's body and picking through it while the other stone giant is attending to the other stone giant that got wounded by Rasputaz before Rasputaz was brutally murdered <laughs> uh, in 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they are busy, and you guys can get up to the choir loft, no problem. Great. Uh, Sir Will, however, uh, you need to sneak around. So give me give me a stealth check. Um, okay. Zero. You rolled a zero. I rolled exactly zero. Okay. Um, Adjusted. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You would have the only D20 with a zero (laughs) side on it. Oh, boy. All right, so you guys all move to the choir loft. You can move your uh, pieces there. I'll move around. Luckily, uh, you get up there, and there is no one else up there. Sir Will, you kind of clunk, clunk, clunk over there, and... The two-headed creature turns its head and kind of stands up from Rasmataz's body and begins walking around the corner. All right, are you are you moving him on the map? Or yeah, I moved him, uh, you know, about fifteen feet or so. Okay, still hundred, uh, you know, hundred feet away from you, uh, depending on this. And of course, Farron and Atena are right up next to the statue. Uh, okay. Everybody, uh, Sir Will's going to try to, like, peek up over the, the pew to the far end to see if it looks like people are in place. If people are in place, right? Yeah. You would think so. You don't see them on the dais anymore. And you're so low to the ground, even on top of Lexington, they these can't. creatures can't see you. I am. <laughs> we are nearly 200 feet away from these creatures. Yeah. <laughs> super, yeah. super far. Um, 
All right, so what do you want to do, Sir Will? You're kind of the in the pole position here. Uh, okay. Uh, Sir Will is going to slowly walk up with Lexington until he appears from, like, behind the uh, pew. Uh-huh. So that he can see them. <laughs> he just jetted forward. And they can see him. Um, yeah, so this creature comes up <laughs> and sees you. Yeah, so he turns, sees Sir Will resplendent in his armor and uh, banner of Highbury <laughs> over his head. Not really fluttering because he's inside, uh, just kind of hanging down. And he's just like, followers of Minderhall, you've chosen poorly. I am a servant of Iomidae, and through me, she will work a destruction upon this cathedral unlike anything you've ever seen. Come, meet your doom. They all turn and look at you. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, baby! <sighs> all righty. Everyone in the choir loft, except Sir Will, Farron and Atena, on the dais, hidden in the shadow of the statue. What did everyone get? Oh, I got to roll for Aram. Natural four. Uh, okay, let's start with Pembroke. Uh, ten. Pembroke the Potent. Ten. <laughs> I forgot that was his uh, title. Who, who's yeah. Umlo? I'm Umlo. Do you remember the terrible <laughs> Beatles thing that happened earlier? Oh, yes, yes, I forgot. Uh, Umlo, got so a, bad. Umlo got a ten as well with a plus two bonus. Okay, that got you beat, Pam? Uh, I have a plus one bonus, yes. Ah, okay. Uh, Sir Willibut. Seven. Oh, boy. Not a good time to get seven. Baron. Natural ten for a 22. <laughs> He's always bragging, Della. 24. Damn that gunslinger's initiative. Ooh, nest a coin. 25. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's all right. all right. It's all right. Sir Will's drawing him in. That's He's right. Gonna... That's you're doing your job. Yeah, he's going to wait till the last possible minute. Okay. <sighs> Round one. Nesta coin. Okay. Um, so I am going to knock two arrows, do a quick study target against the two-headed troll. I'm going to get him with my fire arrows. And just for our listeners at home, how far away are you? I'm 160 feet away. It's, you know, it's like the map is so big that there's you know there's a range finding tool like in roll 20 but you're, you're so far away that I can't read the numbers like it's too small <laughs> yeah it's 190 screen. 190 okay but so with your bow that's well in range that's for second range increment second range okay second range increment um, and because you're on higher ground they are not going to get any bonuses to cover great um, alright so study targets and uh, two arrows and I'm going to fire aiming at the foremost stone giant uh, no the troll Oh, the troll. The two-headed troll. Oh, he's way far away. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that is going to be a 34 to hit. 34 flat-footed. <laughs> yeah. It's still <laughs> definitely a hit. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 42 points of damage. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, much of which is fire and electricity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, That's right. Fire. Yeah. Okay. Fire and electricity. And my second shot. Miss. Miss on the second shot. Yeah. yeah boom. But that thing, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just walking towards Sir Will. What just gets an arrow, like, right between, uh, you know, its right neck and its shoulder blade. <laughs> ah, son of a neck. Its right neck? That's a light <laughs> oh, neck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The, the, uh, you shot at the two-headed one. Uh, all right, Della. 
Della's gonna aim, take aim at the wounded guy. Ah, the foremost the guy. Foremost, is, it a, is he a troll? He is a stone giant. Foremost stone giant. And so I'm outside my first range, and you're going to a minus two or minus one? Minus two, I believe. Minus dose. Miss. Oh, uh, uh, well, you, 11. Flat footed? 11 flat footed uh, is a miss. And second shot, miss. Remind me what weapon you're using? Longbow. Longbow. Have you ever used a longbow in combat? You forget when I shot a, shot the guy threatening Droja in the face. Oh, who could forget? <laughs> who could forget? That's almost you like, apparently. Uh, I, did. I did. That was the orc's bane arrow. Um, the right. orc killing arrow. The orc killing arrow. Baron. Uh, Baron gets excited at his compatriot uh, taking a shot at uh, the troll with his dual elements, and he says, two can play at this game with his fire arrow bolt." It's a little confusing because you got an arrow and a bolt in there. <laughs> so you've got a fire arrow bolt, and now the crossbow has much less range. Than it's 120 the, feet. 120 feet. Heavy so, crossbow. So it's just one range increment? One range increment wow. right at the right. troll. Pitching it slightly higher and... Aiming at the troll. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. 22 is a hit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, all right. So that is uh, a d10 plus 2d6 plus 3d6, actually. So, wow, that's great. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, wow, that's great. That's pretty good. Didn't anticipate this. So that is... Um, that's a D8, by the way. Thank you for that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Grant uh, is using his giant, mid-sized giant. <laughs> so that's 13 points of uh, fire and arrow damage. And then eight. So 21 points total damage against nice. that Nice. 21 points total Nice shot. I wish well I could done. start loading a crossbow. Can you use half a round to start loading a heavy crossbow? <laughs> Does that work? Uh, all right, so pretty good opening volley there. And, and Baron's uh, going to move 20 feet to the right as well. Okay, so you are firing and then just moving along. Repositioning. Deeper into the balcony here. Yep. Um, okay. It is their turn. Starting with the stone giant in the middle. He's like, what is going on? <laughs> First the red cap out of nowhere, and then this. Um, and he just, with all haste, uh, begins rushing towards the balcony. Mm. Okay. They're not falling for it, Lexington. <laughs> I start playing the harpsichord madly to draw him in. <laughs> uh, Fools, follow the harpsichord. <laughs> yes. The second one, yes, uh, yes, the one that perhaps landed the killing blow on uh, poor little Razmataz. You see Razmataz's mangled body uh, in front of, the, at the feet of this giant. Uh, he also uh, double moves to get up in uh, closer quarters, and they both position themselves behind. Uh, uh, you know, they kind of position themselves around the corner from where that side entrance is, where Nestor snuck in. Yep. So now uh, that second one that moved is actually—I uh, don't even know if you guys can see it. It might—you eh, might be able to see it from over there. But you know what I mean? It's kind of around the corner. Yeah. And then the other one, yeah. They're, they're now they're a little tougher to see. May not even be able to see them. Well, you tell me. Well, that's uh, Della. Yeah, Della can't see it. Well, I can see the second one. The you first can see one. the second well, one. The first one I can see too, but he definitely have cover. Yeah, he definitely gets a little bit of cover. Uh, Pembroke, roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, Eighteen. That second one that came up into position right before it disappeared out of your sight. It's Isius. 
Oh, really? Oh. oh. You recognize it as Isseus, the wounded one, the one that perhaps killed Rasmataz, is Isseus. It is now the troll's turn. Ooh, that's, <laughs> okay. that's thorny. That's All right, a wrinkle. Interesting. The interesting. two-headed troll uh, begins making its way towards Sir Willamette Keswick. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Double moves around the corner, gets even farther away from the uh, peanut gallery, and uh, it's now about 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away from Sir Will. Uh, little does it know that it is in perfect charging range. Uh, for Sir Willamette Keswick, and it is Umlo's turn. I believe Umlo has to do a little bit of a will save to see if he enters mortal deadlock. Let me ask you, is he within range of them? Oh, not nearly. It's not sight, yeah, so you're good. Oh, I thought it was sight, I apologize. Uh, Umlo has no ranged weapons to speak of, and his acid dart only works 30 feet away. He has the mithril skillet. Umlo's gonna stand... throws a pan. 15, 20... (laughs) This Um, isn't Teflon! Umlo's going to double move so he can be prepared to brace himself at the top of the stairs ah, should they come up into nice. the choir loft. Very nice. brave. Very brave of Umlo. Hold. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen this guy in combat. Ladies and gentlemen, Pembroke the Potent. Yes. Um, yes. All right. Hold, hold please. <laughs> Black tentacles. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ripping all the pews to shreds. Create pit. Uh, sorry, what is the? Hold on, hold on one second. Uh, it's called ray of disintegration. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? He is going to cast fireball on the two stone giants uh, yes. around the corner. So wonderful! Yep, yep. wonderful. His close friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I say I was thinking about this and uh well, I'll just I'll I'll just I'll cover this later, but I will I'm uh so that is a DC 17 reflex save for half damage. 8 reflex save for half damage. All right. So the back one uh 14, would you say 17? Yeah, fail. All right, failed. Isseus Isseus also fails. Okay, uh, that is 23 points of damage to each. (sighs) You hear Isseus cry out in pain, um, and the other one uh, takes its first licks. Nice fireball! Classic! Is that our first fireball on the show? It might be. On PC? (laughs) Ella has cast it. Several times. Sorry, I'm forgetting about... (laughs) Not fireball! Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? I want, let's go to videotape. Yes. <laughs> we, can, we can refer back to our recorded episodes. <laughs> there's, there's, there's just no way of knowing. Uh, all right, Sir Will, 20 feet away or so from a disgusting two-headed troll. Yes. Yeah, so wielding two scimitars. Whoa! Really? Yup. All right, so Sir Will is, uh, he is going to, seeing the other two stone giants splitting away, he was originally going to try to draw this guy deeper uh, back toward the altar the way he came, but mm-hmm. he's feeling emboldened by his renewed faith in Iomade. He lowers his lance, and he's going to do a ride-by-attack charge past this guy. Uh, so he's 20 feet away. He's going to go 50 feet past him. Uh, tilt to the side and end up far on the other side. Let's see if he can get a hit. Four... Hi, Mary! Hi, Mary! Hi, Mary! There we go. Uh, that's got to be a hit. 32 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And he does 
10 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. Didn't I rolled? You rolled poorly. <laughs> and how far past him do you go? Uh, roughly 50 feet. I'll, I'll take care of it. My hero, la- or my uh, roll 20 is right, so, so slow. This guy sped up to try and meet you, and now you've run past him, pop probably out of his range. Yeah, so um, I just kind of tilted to the side and uh-huh. ran past him. We'll see if he can charge his way over to you. Uh, okay, and last is Aram. Aram looks to... Uh, even though he's standing near Nestor, he looks to Baron. Dude, is everyone okay? We're all fine, Aram. Just hold. Be, right. be brave for for Shimmerman's fortune. All right, let me know if anyone needs healing. Uh, and it is round two, Nestor. Uh, all right, Nestor is going to once again uh, fire. Actually, yeah, he's going to fire. Is the fire at the... Uh, Stone giant that he has the clearer view on. Okay, the non Isseus stone giant. Yeah, the non Isseus we'll one. Roger. Roger the <laughs> Roger the stone giant. It's a family name. Roger Stone. Uh, Turning So that's twenty two. Twenty two is a hit. Sweet. And it's, oh, damn it, uh, thirty nine points of damage. Thirty nine points of damage. Beauteous. Boom. And he's gonna fire again. Uh, 29 to hit. Yep, that's going to do it. And... Uh, 27 points of damage. Whew! <laughs> sure Fire! Alright, so that one is in really, really rough shape. Della can't quite get name on these guys. What are you going to do? I can't get name. I mean, especially with the one that Nestor just hit, so I'm going to take two shots at him. Okay. Or well, let's see what happens. Yeah, uh, let's see. First shot. Uh, 16 to hit. That is a miss. Second shot. 15 to hit. Miss. Man, you are really grinding oh. it out over here. <laughs> All right, so just... Whoosh, whoosh. So uh, change that die out as well. <laughs> Baron, you've seen Della fail four shots. What are you going to do? Uh, Baron's going to spend an entire round reloading his giant spank crossbow. However, before he does that, he'd like to do a little bit of a knowledge local to know if Isseus has any loved ones or family we might be leaving in the dust after we murder him to death. So that is a uh, eight. I'm not acknowledging that. <laughs> That's not how that works. Pause for edit. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the second one who is in really, really bad shape, uh, he... Oh boy, this is this is a pickle. He is going to uh, move with all haste to try and get right underneath the balcony, making it impossible for you guys to hit him ranged. But let's see if he has the speed with which to do it. I think he does. They have a natural speed of 40, so 80 wow. feet. I think he's going to be okay. But does he know about the hot oil canisters we have up here? <laughs> Good and call, Della. It was disguised as a harpsichord, <laughs> and he does. He does indeed. Every time he gets, uh, he gets all the way down, and he is now out of you guys's uh, range. And Isseus, uh, he's no fool. He does the same thing. That's a lot of diagonals to be moving eighty <laughs> feet. Just FYI, you can move every other one as a diagonal. Right. Read the <laughs> All right, so you get right up against the wall so that they can't shoot straight down at you. Right. Unfortunately, they're right next to each other, but they are—they uh, have moved out of uh, range. Meanwhile, Morog, 
the two-headed troll. Ooh. Oh. Let's see what... Can we get a named crit on Sir Willamette? Uh. Oh, boy. He's got a couple of And crit. All right, so he's got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Yeah, he's going to charge at Sir Will. Ah! I don't know what hybrid he is. And, uh, ooh, that's going to be close. 28 to hit. <laughs> that's a hit. Okay. Stupid question. Do you get a bonus of damage on a charge? Because I have not charged no. in so long. Ten points of damage with the scimitar. And now it's right up in your face. Just two heads are better than one. Amla. Amla's holding. He's bracing for impact. Amla for is both guys holding hurt. and bracing. Just for one night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It is Pembroke's <sighs> turn. A wizard in our midst. Um, all right, Pembroke is... So, is there any reason he couldn't stand at the edge and look over the railing and see them below? Um, How high is that railing? I mean, if we can fire over it, like, can he look... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I suppose you could, yeah. Uh, you can't fire ranged weapons. Yeah, yeah. So spells. he is going to lean over and fire a magic missile um, at Isius. At Isius. Poor Isius. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Pembroke was so heartless? <laughs> oh, my God. He's ruthless. That's what that Kanye uh, sounds about. 17 points of damage. Nice. And a bottle cap, too, which is always nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the famous magic missile. The old force that's missile right. bottle See, cap. that's the double whammy you get with firing a magic missile. <laughs> so, Pembroke just looks over the edge. Just, how many of those? Four? Uh, four, yeah. Just, boop, 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 they just pepper Isseus. Isseus, who, think about it, he came in the middle of the night thinking that maybe Minderhall was talking to him. He came here. He wasn't. For a purpose. He came here maybe to find a greater purpose in his life. Heard a voice in his head. Is it Minderhall? No, no, it's a crippled old man mm. who is now murdering him. He was yep. wrong. He was very, very wrong. Sir Will, what you going to do when a two-headed troll comes for you? <laughs> uh, Sir Will is going to do a strategic withdrawal. So he will withdraw. Full withdrawal. Full withdrawal. How's that related to cowardly withdrawal? Is that the same? <laughs> or different? Strategic. Okay. Now, yeah. with ten feet of reach, it doesn't get an attack of opportunity? It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. So just boom with the scimitar. You think it's going to be the uh, crit this time? You think the crit's coming? No, but it's going to be a hit. Uh, another hit with the, the old sim for nine points of damage. So Sir Will's taking 19 points of damage. Uh, but you do get away from this thing. You're playing possum with it, and you're also now, as you initially planned, drawing it back towards yep. your ranged friends. Yes, sir. Aram again looks to Baron. Has anyone hurt? Uh, he's a little bit far... What the heck is my voice this episode? Um, he's a little bit far away, Aram. Just hold. Just All right. hold. All right. I, I can channel. Uh, round three. Nestor coin. Um, Nestor! All right. Nestor is... Gonna jump over the balcony and stab down Odysseus. Exactly. Awesome. No, I'm gonna step. <laughs> I'm gonna move 30 feet over right to the edge of the stair, like get onto the the top stair, uh-huh. um, so I can flank the two giants. And I'm going to fire a single shot at uh, whoever the closest one is. Is that Odysseus? Uh, yes, that is Odysseus. Yeah. Poor. Oh, natural one. Oh, oh no. no! Not a fumble, not a fumble. Oh, not a fumble. Uh, 
All right. But yeah, it's a miss. A miss. Yeah. Isseus will live another round, maybe. Della, Della, we changing up the strategy? The fans at home want to know. Uh, Della is going to uh, jump over, flaming scimitar, <laughs> shocking grass. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, death from I'm above. Sorry, I'm just, out of spells. <laughs> just giving, just giving you some ideas. Della is going to follow Nestor, uh, but she is going to ready in action. Okay. So she'll move thirty feet, uh, and then if the giants come within the foot near the foot of the staircase she will cast a spell but I'm not going to tell you what that spell is and, okay, and so. for the listeners at home 30 feet is still quite a ways away for Della from the actual stairwell right I just moved her she's 10 feet away from the that's, edge of the stairwell excuse me that's not where I was moving to oh I'm sorry let me move you back <laughs> I took the liberty of moving <laughs> Della to where I would like her you're drunk on power she is now outside of the cathedral <laughs> being attacked by a horde of giants <laughs> Uh, Baron, your crossbow is loaded. Uh, Baron is going to have to double move because he cannot see over the railing in order to target them with melee, but he's going to stand behind his buddy, Umlo, with a right. double move. He'd love to give him a touch. His buddy, the thought, human shield. Yeah, I thought he was going <laughs> to stand right behind my best friend, Shieldy. I mean, Umlo. Correction, <laughs> correction, Troy. He's a dwarven shield. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a good point. And he would love to give him a touch of law for whatever attack he gets, but he can't because he had a double move because he's got tiny little dwarf legs. Tiny little dwarf legs. He's doing the best he can. Mm-hmm. All right. Stone giants, they're just they're having some trouble there. They Just when they think they've got a chance to be safe. They're getting peppered by magic missiles. And uh, let's see here. They both just double move. And <laughs> you guys can see them. You see, if they can move at that speed, they're probably going to be up on top of you guys next round. Um, and actually just be face-to-face with Umlo's braced spear. And they're moving fast. So they might just run right into that spear. Meanwhile, the two-headed troll drew blood on Sir Will. Where'd he go? Oh, Sir Will's so far away! <laughs> well, I, I should be 70 feet away from him. I can move 70 feet. Okay. So I full withdrew 70 feet away. Whatever his movement is, he can get that much closer. Uh, with a charge, he can move 80 feet, which will be enough for him to strike at thee! Oh, another hit! Damn! Jeez, uh, yeah. man. I haven't rolled lower than a 15, and that one is going to be 12 points of damage. All right, I gotta get out of here. So it's like, you guys just hear, ah, oh, oh, ah. You can just keep charging. For high it's roll. annoying. Um, you have to run. Yeah, so Sir Will's taken, what, a 10, a 12, and now uh, another 12. Yeah, so you're taking some uh, taking some hits there. It is Umlo's turn. Umlo, you know they're coming around the corner unless they uh, know something you don't. Now, could Umlo give the rest of his ranged party members a bit more breathing room, move to the bottom of the stairs, and then ready a brace? Is that within the move action economy, or would I just have to spend my action? No, you can use your move action. Okay, great. And then ready is your... Perfect. So I'm going to move to the bottom of the steps, because Umlo's feeling fat and sassy today, and he's going to ready a brace. (laughs) I don't know that saying. Uh, all right, you fat and sassy. You don't know fat and sassy? I, I've never heard that. I'm feeling fat and sassy. Uh, That's from <laughs> Tuesday is coming. Did you bring your coat? Fat and sassy. What are you talking you about? I, I don't get this reference. This is I've heard right. fat and sassy, Wait, but then Matthew just no started. One has, the, uh, I am a banana. Nope. I nope. have no idea what you're you talking about. You guys are missing out. I guess so. This isn't even good enough for deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are fans out there I know who knows. There are dozens of us. Dozens, I (laughs) know. 
Uh, all right, so Pembroke, still standing at the railing, yep. is going to f- shoot another magic missile um, at, uh, at Isseus. Isseus. Poor Isseus. Let me get that sound. Uh, that is 17 points of damage. Another 17. Yeah. These missiles are landing. Uh, okay. It is Sir Will's turn. Sir Will, what are you going to do? Uh, Sir Will, uh, seeing this force missile fly by, uh, he is going to... He, uh, again, he's going to strategically withdraw, and now he's going to put a pew between the guy and him so he can't charge next round at him. Pew. So he sees he's covering the distance on the flat, so he's going to go around uh, the curve of the pew. Let me ask you this. What would it take for you to just stay there so I can do four attacks next round? <laughs> <laughs> just asking for a friend. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. You, so you, you gain the safety of the pew, but you're out now you're leaving what we can hit with our ranged weapons. Uh, sure. Yeah. We got, we got two other giants to deal with, so... Yeah, yeah, you guys are plenty busy. Plenty busy. Sir Will is just doing what Sir Will does. Yeah. And Will wasn't 100% on board with the plan anyway, so... So if he dies... I'm just going to say, no big loss. <laughs> Aram's like, I, I, I can't go out there to help him. I'll, I'll get murdered by the stone giants. Should I just stay here? Hold, hold on. There is a, an attack of opportunity on Sir Will. Oh, let me do that first. All right, uh, this one might not be a hit. You tell me 22. Miss. Miss. All right. Okay, so yeah, clang go. off the back of the armor right as he's running away. Uh, okay, so Aram's just like, should I? I'll stay here. Uh, and now it is round four. Nestor. You got All a right. good beat on these guys Yes, now. so now he has his feet planted, and he's going to take a full attack. Uh, and natural one, oh, motherfucker! No. Oh, come on! Oh uh, no, no! That's a twenty-one to hit for the. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, oh man, I'm so happy we get to play Nick's new drop here. Uh, if I can find it, oh, can't find it. Oh no, there it is. All right. All right, yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, the thing cuts off after four minutes, which well, is how long that t- drop is. I think we told him we needed a shorter version. Yeah, I don't know. It's his own fault, really. <laughs> Get your shit together, Nick. He's yeah. drunk on his own power. Yeah. Stop giving us free stuff that's broken. <laughs> him, and his, him and his newborn child that he's so concerned with. All right, uh, roll another d20. All right. Wow, I thought for sure with the highest base attack bonus. Seven. Seven. Okay. I rolled a one and a five. Matthew from Edmonton. Oh, no. See? This is why Matthew's so upset. You can see it. It's a Canadian. (laughs) It's a Canadian. (laughs) Canadian Matthew. A Canadian Matthew. He's the the mirror universe. doppelganger. Like a a white tiger. Make one range. It's called In the Black. Make one ranged attack against the closest ally. Jesus (gasps) Christ. That would be whoever that red... Baron. Baron. No. Oh, no. That makes all the sense every in the time world. We're, every time we're up here, <laughs> it's like, whoa, it just fires directly. He's standing me. behind me. Like, how, how am I firing two it's, arrows into someone the, standing it's behind me? The evils me. of Minderhall cl- poisoning guess, your mind. I guess this would be, uh, even though Baron is closest, it doesn't make any sense, so we'll say it hits Umlo. I mean, Umlo is. 
at least <laughs> facing, even though there's no facing. He's in still behind me. It, he make, is it makes still... sense. Well, he's more at an angle that. I yeah, don't. Baron's like anything that doesn't attack me. No, I, I don't. I, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Real. It is absurd. How this do is... we? How just in terms of like people being able to picture this? How the fuck is this happening? Uh, but he is standing behind me. The answer is always banana peel. All right, yes, banana peel. Banana peel. All right. So <laughs> again, right in the back of another ally's head. All right, well, luckily, uh, I rolled a natural 20, so... Um, no! No! Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, but I rolled, uh, well... Oh, dear. Oh, but he's not a studied target, so that's... That's true. That's 14, so it's... Unless you've been studying. That's Amla. 16 on the confirm. This is Umlo? Th- yeah, that's yeah. a miss, right? On Umlo, that is a miss. Okay. <laughs> so instead, it's just max damage. Oh, that's... No, it's well, but he's not. Dice. No, it's an unconfirmed 20. Exploding. Exploding. Oh, we don't do Did you go damage. back in time to like 40 episodes ago? <laughs> we haven't played this game in, in a long time. time. How long? <laughs> well, it's been a long time since we've had Natty 20s and, and Yeah. And um, Fumbles, yeah. Right, so he's not... He, it's going to be six less damage total because he's not my studied target. Okay. So, so just don't roll an eight. Uh, so that's... 34 points of damage. Oh, oh no. I wish oh. we were playing by that rule where it would be like a, a grievous wound if it took out more than half his HP, because that's oh. more than half his HP. In yeah. one oh. shot. Just in yeah. the back of um, like Umla's shoulder blades. Just, oh. Oh. I was Gruesome. bracing! I was bracing! So, <laughs> <laughs> so Nash just said, oh, oh, sorry, mate. Oh. Honest, it was an honest accident. I'm very sorry. And turns around and fires at the other guy. Again, uh, that is a 20. And a miss on the second arrow. Oh, oh God. Falling it, apart. Uh, Nestor does better from farther away, evidently. Uh, it is uh, Della's turn. Della will move over to her left and ready in action. If, okay. the, if the giants come within this area at the bottom of the stairs here, she will cast a spell. All right, she is now about 15 feet away from Baron, who is 10 feet in front of the, the or 5 feet in front of the stairs leading down. At the bottom of the stairs is a bloody umlo. <laughs> With an arrow sticking out of the middle of his back. <laughs> and Della is readying in action. Call Adela, Aram. 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 Yes, it's Medic. Almost, Medic. It's almost my turn. Uh, actually, it's not. I'm at the end of the round. Uh, Baron. Uh, Baron Sieg. This asshole Nestor shoot his only <laughs> dwarven friend that's still alive in the back. He could only reason that Nestor had turned on the t- the party and he has that to That really Nestor. is the only the only possible, possible explanation. explanation. He, he aimed up I, and shot. I turned around <laughs> shot down the stairs at this guy. <laughs> we, we gotta at the new year we gotta have uh, 2017 awards for fan criticals that upset Skid the most. <laughs> That'll be a, a really one. great award. I'll tell you, you know what where's he from Edmondson? Yeah. That was a worse shot than anything Craig McTavish ever took in his oh. life. <laughs> Take that, Oilers. Ooh, that's an Edmonton bird. Who <laughs> was, by the way, the last, the last player grandfathered in that did not have to wear a helmet in the NHL. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. These are, this is better than dick facts. Yeah. Okay, so Baron moves into place right behind Umlo, uh, and he looks as he's going down the stairwell and says, I, I could shoot them. I want to kill these giants, but he wants to give his buddy a little cure light. So, his buddy Ams. His buddy Ams. All right, so you walk all the way to the bottom Whoa. of the stairs, and what? I heal him for 11 points. Nice. 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 That's huge. That's nice. You can feel the, the synergy of Torag between us. <laughs> nice. Right before we pray to raise Minderhal from his slumber. You know what? I'm an inquisitor. I don't have your weird paladin hang-ups, Sir Will. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Raising an evil god from slumber. I get to use Weird the enemy's weapons against themselves. Uh, all right, it is the stone giant's turn. The one in the back, not Isseus, comes around the corner here. and That activates Della's action. Okay. And that also activates Umlo's will save. And, yes. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of activations. Let's start with the closest to the stone giant, Umlo. So what is the will save, Matthew? You are the best, Umlo, clearly. I, I believe it's DC 16, but I'm, I believe yeah. so as well. Oh, I pass. I do not have to fight him to uh, the death. You do not rage. All right, Della, what do you want to do? Della casts Grease. Oh, oh there you man. go. You it's, little it's Grease a, monkey. It's a 10-foot <laughs> space at the bottom of the stairs. It's perfect. Yeah. All yeah. right, That's reflex awesome. save. Yep. Let me just pull it up. DC seven, uh, DC. Where am I? Seventeen, right? No, no. no it should 19. be fourteen, right? So level one spell. Is your intelligence yeah, DC 16? fourteen? Yeah. yeah. DC fourteen. It's right, got a pretty good chance. They are not the most. Uh, oh, fail! Oh, oh nice! Rolled an eleven. Uh, nice. So you fall prone. So, uh, oh, 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 boom! False prone. Uh, Issia sees uh, this creature go down, his buddy. Um, and by moving into that square, doesn't he Umlo get an attack of opportunity? Uh, he sure does. So Umlo, well, you... He, he was bracing, right? Oh, oh yes, so, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. bracing. Um, of course, bracing means he would have walked right into him, so roll yep. to attack on All the brace. Right. By the way, I was just looking at this. Umlo has a, a, a strength belt plus four and a negative four strength drain right now. If we could ever remove that, he's going to be so much better. Yeah, we've yeah. got to get rid of that. The strongest also, his character. charisma drain. It's All of Galarian. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All of Earth, if you ask a tender. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so that is a 16 to hit. That's going to be a miss. Terrible. Uh, and you will move up in the initiative order before Isseus. Now it's Isseus' turn. Isseus. What the hell does Isseus do here? Uh, he's in a real... Pickle. Isseus begins to climb up oh, cool. the wall. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's great. Natural 20 on oh, the climb. Oh, wow. How, so, tall, how tall is the wall? Uh, it's 20 feet up. Okay. All right, so he has a normal speed of 40. He rolled a 30. So he moves 10 feet. He moved a 32 on the climb. Yeah. So he just he gets 10 feet. Almost all the way up there. He's about halfway. Yeah. So <laughs> Isseus is just <laughs> trying to climb up. Um, can he double climb? Yeah, yeah, I guess he can double move. Right? Yeah, because yeah. I passed the climb. So he's up there. Yeah. So Isseus gets right up there oh, next gosh. to... Who is that? Pembroke. Pembroke. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> Literally right next oh. to Pembroke. <laughs> hey, buddy. Wow. <laughs> hey, friend. And he just... He looks at Pembroke and realizes <gasps> that it was all a lie. It's all a scam. And it is... Morog's turn. Now, Morog is kind of playing possum over here, Sir Will. Morog is going to go around the benches to try and meet you. Okay, bring it. But he can't charge and attack this round, which is a little round off of, for taking damage. Yeah, he gets, he gets all the way around, making it harder for the range people, actually maybe impossible for the range people to hit him, and he's still, though, about 15 feet away from Sir Will with the double <laughs> Pembroke's turn face to face with Isseus. Okay. Uh, Pembroke is going to do a full withdrawal. Okay. Uh, Let's see if he has reach. He does. Ten foot reach. Does that provoke? Yeah, one time. One time. Yeah. So and you, you can roll uh, acrobatics if, he, if he's... I can't on a full withdrawal, though, can I? 
I think you can avoid an attack of opportunity. Yeah, maybe you can. Because I'm, I, I I'm double moving, so I don't, I don't think I, I have to move half speed to do a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so it, he just... Like a r- real anger, like he's been betrayed. And now he sees the face of his betrayer again. Uh, 28. That's a hit. All right, so he hits Pembroke. For 24 points of damage. Oh, wow. With a great Man. club. Boom! <laughs> this is... But Pembroke gets out of there. Pembroke, Pembroke is down. Pembroke's oh. down? No, he's not. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> what? Cyril oh, 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 runs out of the cathedral. He's very close. He's very close. Don't worry. Wow. Nestor will shoot him in the back in one minute, and then he'll be dead forever. Sir yeah. Will. Oh, my, mind you, Aram is now the next target. But Isseus is going to go after Pembroke. Isseus is most likely going to continue going after Pembroke. Sir Will, what do you sure. got? Uh, all right, Sir Will is trying to... De- yeah, you know what? He's going he's gonna to just go down fighting here. And Oh, no, wait, he can't. It's too, it's too narrow. So he will continue kiting this guy uh, away, and uh, away from the party. So, yeah, he'll just do a big roundabout of these... Uh, of these, um, whatchamacallit? Pews. Pews. All right, so now Sir Will is running towards the entrance to the cathedral, like right. around this four rows of pews. Morag is between pew four and three. Uh, Sir Will runs all the way up into uh, basically in front of pew one, which is the one closest to the entrance to the cathedral. Aram, see, he spent a lot of time with Pembroke now. He knows that Pembroke is just getting over uh, the attack and all that stuff. He sees that Pembroke is in need of help, so he moves... Uh, Moves over closer to Pembroke and channels positive energy for Pembroke. Uh, two sixes and a two. Wow, so nice. 14 points of healing Excellent. for Pembroke. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Will is about 195 feet away. Does, it, does he get any of that? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I can measure it. No, no, he definitely doesn't get it. He's got to look up channel positive. Just, uh, just outside. Just missed it. All allies within 200 feet. Round <laughs> five. Nestor. All right. Well, Nestor was going to do something really cool and fun that he hasn't ever had a chance to do yet, but now he can't because Pembroke's in this much trouble. So uh, he's going to attack Isseus. Okay. So he uh, comes up to attack him? Yeah. Yeah. He walks right up behind him and okay. shoots him in the back of the head with an arrow. Oof. Right in the Ooh. back of the dome. Natty 20. No, he doesn't do that. Uh, all right. So, yes, that is a hit. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Could this be the end of Isseus? Forty-one points of damage, oh. <laughs> and Isseus goes down. Yeah, oh. <laughs> hits him in the back, and he falls forward. Yeah. <laughs> Quite in front of Pembroke, possibly saving Pembroke's life because oh. that would have been a charge with a great club. Yeah, oh. that would have been it. Uh, and Isseus falls down and begins bleeding out. It is Baron's turn. Baron says, "It's like shooting fish in a barrel, my friend." Looking at the grease-covered giant trying to get himself up again, and he finally fires his second shot from ah. a plus one giant Bane heavy crossbow. Cast Umlo, so build bonus to his AC. Uh, that is a hit, my friend. Okay, there we go. Uh, that is a 26. 26, yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit. That'll, that'll play. Okay, so... <laughs> that'll play, Baron. Bonus, giant damage is five. Base crossbow damage 
is six. So that's a total of 11 right now, and the added fire damage is three for 14 points of damage. And that is enough to take that one. Nice. To negative one. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Beautiful shots, gentlemen. Doof, doof. All right, so both stone giants have fallen for the moment, and it is, well, it is now Umlo's turn. Umlo pulls an arrow out his back for... Uh, he's so brave. And he's going to coup de grace. The coup de grace? Coup de, I don't know. Coup de Some, grace. Someone, coup de grace. someone yelled at us the other day, and I, I don't want to say it ever again. <laughs> I know. All right. so it's an automatic crit, which is going to kill him, so just describe it to me. He's so, up on like a couple stairs up. Does he do like a jump? Umlo rears back a little bit, and he kind of like slicks the oil off the bottom of his boot, and he says... I've put plenty of you down in my days, and I'm going to take all of you down before I leave. Ah! <laughs> yeah. The spear, heart spit, goes through him, and then he pulls it out with the barbs, and he actually confirmed a crit. Right, For the right. first time ever. Level up. Immediate level up. <laughs> Immediate, level up. <laughs> Immediate level up. Stone giant blood mixing with the grease. They're both dead. One enemy left. And a dragon. Uh, <laughs> Della. Uh, here's what Della's going to do. She's going to start. She's going to take off running, run down the stairs, and acrobatics over the side of the banister, and start making with all haste, heading towards Morag. 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 All right. Uh, what's your acrobatics check? It is plus sixteen. Plus sixteen. All right. So you can get right to here, right to basically the corner where the wall meets the end of the staircase. So I think she. I imagine her doing like a little bit of a front handspring over the over the banister, <laughs> and she lands like a cat. Uh, at the bottom, and it is Morag's turn. <laughs> Sir Will Della is... will also taunt Morag. Ah, what do you viciously. say? She'll say, she'll, 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 she'll just a shout because they're 200 and something feet away. Sure, right? but they have great acoustics in here. Great, great. <laughs> but, Your friends are dead, and soon you will be. Fight us! Roll an intimidate check. 17. <laughs> Morag comes up around the corner. And begins making his way towards Della. Wait, this is the the troll, the two-headed troll. Yeah. So now he is basically where the when the stone giants came up to hide behind the wall to avoid those ranged attacks. That's where Morag is. Pembroke, after his brush with certain death. Pembroke is going to um just get five feet closer to the edge and like try to catch his breath. That's a Okay, Pembroke just... <sighs> Sir Will, you hear it run away from you. Well, I saw it. Saw it? Oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. actually see it. From he turned the other way from me and went toward Della, so uh, Sir Will will uh, start pursuing. He's too far away to reach, but he'll start pursuing him. Okay, so Sir Will just kind of but keeps his distance. He goes as far, but keeps about 20 feet away from him, you think? Uh, it would be more than that even at my max move. I'm not going to run. I'm just going to... Yeah, come up 70 feet. Light trot. So, yeah, I'm still about 40 feet away from him. Uh, Aram says to Pembroke, Do you need more healing? No, save it for the others. I'm all right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming around these barrels. Well, actually, yes, I could use a little. If you have <laughs> extra. I do. <laughs> uh, all right. And he uh, heals Pembroke for 19 points of healing. Oh, that gets me up to... Thank you. Wow! So Aram comes around the barrels. There's some barrels up here that were all uh, full of uh, ale. He comes around and heals. Uh, I think it was Mead, actually. Heals Pembroke. undervaluing Aram. Seriously. Yeah, uh, where you been all my life? (laughs) Where was he in the underwater temple? Well, all the the stuff we didn't play out is he was, like, nursing, helped nurse Pembroke and Lork back to health. Right. Um, 
And it is round six. Nestor coin. Uh, all right, Nestor is going to double knock. Yeah, Nestor's Many got shots. a shot on He's got Morag a shot here. on Morag. And he's going to take a shot. Uh, that is 20, 28 to hit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and... Uh, 49 points of damage. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Morog, fall. Yeah. <laughs> Roll a knowledge local there, Nestor. All right. 22 on the knowledge local check. Well, that's enough to know that good thing you put flame arrow on there because that will kill the regeneration. Oh. That was my oh. thinking. And that, that nice. is a bottle cap. Yeah! yeah. For, for, for uh, Pembroke. For Pembroke. Yeah. Pembroke, Pembroke, oh, Pembroke okay. bottle cap. Oh, for the uh, magic missiles? Uh, no, for flame arrow. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> and uh, honorary uh, magic missile <laughs> bottle awesome. cap. Awesome. Cool. All right. You are out of combat. Ooh. Oh boy, we got wow. four dead bodies here. Isseus, the other stone giant, Morag, and the mangled corpse of Rasmataz. <laughs> you really love bringing that up. I just I can't help it. Uh, what 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 goes on here? Well, Pembroke walks up kind of uh, limps over to the dying form of Isseus and like kind of leans down and he says, "Rest now, my friend." May you find answers in the next life that you are unable to find in this one. And he closes his eyes, his eyelids. Anisius stops breathing. Huge, huge chamber here. Up ahead, Umlo and Baron see Atena walk forward in front of the statue. Theron, not too far behind. And she just looks out over... She doesn't see anything. The entire crowd doesn't see anything. (laughs) 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 There's so many people that came today. Thank you all. Thank you all for coming. (laughs) It's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) A ten of the chocolate. She looks out over the, the, you know, the whole large congregation. Of course, it's empty and just smiles. She's like breathing in the air, breathing in the, the cold slag in the pit below. Is this the first time she's even been out of that chamber in like hundreds of years? Yeah. Hundreds of years. And you guys see Della the size exactly, of Della turns and is like fascinated by this. Like just, she's like watching very intently. Right. Centuries. Locked away. Farron not too close behind her and she kind of calls out towards Baron and Umlo it's like we must act quickly there will be others prepare yourselves set yourselves in the way that you would like and then we will open the doors and blow that horn Oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. Next week. Oh, no. I can't believe it's still not happened. Uh. <laughs>
Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and Tate production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 